Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said, done. This episode of The Huddle is brought to you by the Athletic Club Oakland, my go-to sports bar in the East Bay. This will be a shock to no one. I love watching sports, and I love it even more while at a sports bar. But to be honest, there was a long period of time where I just couldn't find one I really liked. I'd hit a spot that had TVs, but the food sucked ass, or a place that had good food, but they wouldn't show the game I wanted, and the inside felt dark and depressing. It was always some trade-off or sacrifice, and that's done now. The ACO is exactly what I'm looking for. They have a huge space, including an outdoor spot where they shut down an entire street and call to the town guards. They have more than 100 televisions, which can and will show every game you ask for, and they have great food. The ACO has everything. You need to comfortably watch your favorite team in any sport at any time with passionate fans. I love it, and I'm pretty damn sure you will too. The Athletic Club Oakland, where sports fans get everything they want every day they want it. We're going to bring you on to our huddle. You're in. We're huddle with me, Bram, with you per usual. My boy and producer, Marcus. What's up, Domination? And our master of all things video and sound, Maxime. How's it going? Gentlemen, I am fired up to announce that the host of the Morning Roast on 95.7 The Game, the lead on the Warriors pre- and post-game coverage, a guy who has gotten uh, the occasional prediction right on this show, and a man who believes the Nuggets could really use CP3 back soon, Mr. Bonte Hill. What's going on, Bonte? Always, the Nuggets could use CP3 back. I mean, everybody wants CP3 to play. You play Phoenix, he plays. It's barbecue chicken. He's slowing the game down. Denver's like, please, CP3. We got some magic powers for that groin. Please, they'll sprinkle something onto that groin injury, man. And Phoenix is like, hey, man, just take your time. We'll reevaluate you in the week. We all good over here. <laughs> I look forward to your takes every time we have you on. And even though I've been looking forward to this for a couple of weeks, I did not think you were going to say things like, we're going to sprinkle something onto his groin. So nicely played right from the jump, dude. I mean, you never know yeah, probably, what's going to be. I've got a lot of six-year-olds are listening to the show, man. So uh, <laughs> got to take care of 
Our brains out of the gutter for a second. It's nice he played. And and uh, Maxine, Marcus, I'm going to share something with you boys that I'm a little embarrassed by. So every now and again, not every now, before almost every game, I shoot a text of Bonte. And really what I'm looking is for like a rebound portion of optimism, some sanity. You know, I, I shoot it out saying like, you know, how are you feeling? Are you optimistic? He used to tell me, good, we got this. Now he just echoes back how fucking crazy I am. So like, I'll be like, Bonte, how do you feel? Not as crazy as you are. Bonte, are we going to win this? <laughs> how, where are you right now losing your mind? So I mean, just a little background between Bonte and <laughs> I mean, Bram and Joe Shasta, the butcher of one of a kind, right? Were you guys uh, separated at birth? I mean, this guy's got anxiety through the roof. I refuse to watch games with him. Bram's texting me, how we feeling, big fella? How we feeling? Dude, chill, dude. We're the champs. Relax. <laughs> it's all good. We've been here before. I mean, this isn't our first rodeo in 16 years, six, 17 years. I mean, we've done this before. This is now the Warriors Invitational. Chill, dude. It's all right. God, I wish you were wrong. Uh, I mean, at the risk of oversharing, when I texted uh, Joe about it, he hit me back saying, I've been up since three and I'm hella worried. So I almost prefer oh, yeah, fucking Joe's anxiety. I'm just going to tell you that right now. Joe gets it. Some- Joe gets it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, smoke some pot, man. He's sitting there for the boarded blood. That's when I knew the Warriors were going to win game seven. That's like, all right, Joe's losing his mind great. I've been cleaning the house since four in the morning. It's like, what a loser, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Chief, settle down. Also, and let's let's make sure that we edit this out, but I've been casually smoking weed since the late 90s, dude, and I'm still a fucking crazy man. So I don't think that yeah, weed yeah, is going to slow any of us down, boys. We have got a lot of ground to cover. It's all forward we are less than what two hours away from just a huge game four and i am in fact losing my shit i can only hope that joe is somewhere losing his shit as well so our only section today are the golden questions these are our mailbag they all look at game five and here's our first quote the officiating has been so bad the league has had to go with Scotty will foster a seven game series tonight. Let me just go ahead and pause there. What a great nickname. Scotty will foster a seven game series. Good for you. Whoever it was, who wrote that in picking it back up. What team do you think will shoot more foul shots while Scott watches over game five? So don't answer this yet. Bonte. Um, loaded question, right? Kind of the issue that everyone's been kicking around, whether or not the officiating is fair. So before we get any answers here, let me give you some stats. If we've got that guru tweet, Maxine, let's go ahead and pull that up here. So stat number one, Bonte. Free throws for the series. Lakers, 83. Warriors, 39. That plus 44 free throw differential is the largest ever since 2011. And uh, the Miami Heat, give it that next one. The Warriors will tweet, Maxine. Stat number two for your consideration. Steph Curry. Seven free throws in 99 minutes. Dennis Schroeder, 18 free throws in 69 minutes, despite the fact that Steph has, in fact, more drives than Schroeder. And then finally, for a slightly less analytical take, let's hear from uh, Eddie Griffin, if we've got that as well. Yeah, them refs, woo-wee, and the Lakers. Well, uh, yeah, help them, help them, help them across the finish line. Help them, they need all the help they can motherfucking get. Motherfuckers, what the fuck? God damn it. The refs, they done gave how many motherfucking free throws the goddamn Lakers done had in the goddamn first half? How many have Golden State had? I know. I, hey, I want to win, but I want to win fair and goddamn square. What the fuck? So noted Laker fan and comedian, uh, Eddie Griffin. There, There's a few of the takes. Don't answer the actual question yet. How do you handle this officiating so far? I've heard you on the roast. I know that you don't want to blame it. You're a little bit like Steve Kerr, but how would you describe it, man? What, what do you explain? 
I mean, it's to be expected. I mean, Lakers are number one in the league in free throw attempts for a reason. They're number two in free throws made. The Warriors are the worst team in the league when it comes to the free throw department. Uh, the Lakers cried and moped and whined that off day on Friday with D'Lo and Darvin Ham. They were basically saying, we can't win if we don't get to the free throw line. So let's openly whine about it to the press. So that's in their heads. And we all been watching the Lakers for our entire lives. Whistles get a little funky in L.A. It's just it is what it is. And you saw a game like this coming in either game three or four that the whistles are going to be a bit fishy. Now, is that the end all be all? Why the Warriors lost? No, absolutely. I mean, the officiation, the officiating has been what I expected. Now, the Warriors do reach. They do hack. They've done it all season long. Um, How about we take care of the basketball uh, instead of reaching and fouling? How about that? Giving up nine, committing nine turnovers and giving up 14 points off of them. So. Uh, the officiating was what I expected. It was going to be a little funky, but again, with just over a minute left, it was a 52-48 game. It wasn't like the game was lost. All of a sudden, they broke down defensively, offensively in the last minute, and next thing you know, you're down 11. But, I, you know, I, it's the Lakers, man. It's Hollywood. We know what time it is. Marcus, you've traditionally agreed with Monte. You guys, I get frustrated how well you guys get along. So you hear that. So what do you think? You know, do, do you agree? What's up, Monte? Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I do. I think the Steve Kerr has to has to say that it's not the officiating. That's just the party line. You have to say that in the middle of a series. You don't want to get the refs against you and something like that. I do think the disparity should be a little bit better balanced, um, but I don't think we're going to see what it was in game two where we shot one more free throw than the Lakers. I think if they shoot – eight to 10 more then that's about what the average range should be um, with the way these teams play and with the way the whistles go for the Lakers uh, to Bonte's point. I, I agree. I think it's just the turnovers, you know, when Steph has as many turnovers as he does assists, that's a recipe for disaster. When he shoots under 50%, it's tough for us to win. Clay didn't have a good shooting game and you add 19 turnovers onto that. And, you know, it's going to be tough to beat anybody, let alone a Lakers team that has an Anthony Davis that's locked in and engaged and healthy. So, um, you know, the, the referees are noticeable in this series. And I think the reason people are calling it out isn't, isn't, just by happenstance like there's a bunch of other series going on and this is the one that's getting the most heat and the most crit- criticism for the officials um but i do think if the warriors cleaned up at least taking care of the ball i mean we were up 10 you know in the, at the beginning of the second quarter we were playing well and then the barrage of free throws happened and a lot of it was because we were fouling so um you know i i agree i think we can take care of the ball better and, and we'll see better results, but we do have to have a little bit better balance. Otherwise it's, it's, you know, six on five. Okay. Next, game, next time we are fucking booking Eddie Griffin. Fuck these guys, dude. Who knows what the hell they're even talking about. It's completely <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, so I mean, here I'll, I'll back you guys. I don't think it was only the refs. I think the refs did have a subjectively bad game in the first half in that last one. And then the warriors never got over it. They took that punch to the face. They started sulking about it, and they they took you know a kind of a bad situation and made it much worse. So I'm not only blaming the league, but I do think we can say that there's some pretty big disparity here. And I'll go even further: the fact that they're calling in Scotty Foster. I mean, I I'm very close to the portion where I think even if it's not like conspiratorial, I think that the refereeing might be broken this year. And if Scotty Foster comes out and we shoot more free throws tonight, something I'm rooting for, I think the fucking league has a problem, dude. Like, I, I there is something that's going on. Well, I thought all season long the officiating was at an all-time worst. Yep. 
back in November. I think, Bram, I was tweeting about it saying it's it's never been worse. And so they're going to screw somebody in the playoff game, but just be prepared for inconsistent whistles. It's just, it is what it is. You're going to have to overcome the adversity when it comes to the officiating because I think in all three major sports, whether it's baseball, football, basketball, they've never been worse. I mean, it's awful yeah. right now. I don't know if it's because the athletes are quicker, stronger, bigger. Do you need more referees? Do you need more people in the booth? But it's never been worse. In the NBA, you see it here. The fact that we know these referees and we know their reputations and you know what type of game you're going to get when these referees are on the floor, it's a joke. It is an absolute, like, I shouldn't know Tony Brothers. I shouldn't know who Gucci Man is, James Williams. I shouldn't know Scott Foster's a good road ref. That's the problem with this league. So, you know, I, hopefully we get some we get some clarity on some of these rule changes or what we can do. Maybe add a fourth ref. I have no idea, but it's I've never seen it worse. So you knew or you know that they're going to be inconsistent in the playoffs and it may cost your team a game in a seven-game series. Dude, you're fucking right. So when I think back, right, like over, let's say, 10 years ago, and I think of ref names, you know who I think of? Ed Hockley's. And only because of how big he was. You know, like it was like yeah. it was things, it was other weird things that would make you remember the ref, not how they called the game, because how they called the game was the same as all the other fucking officials. So, you know, it didn't flip over like Dick Bavetta. I remember having a, a race with Charles Barkley only because he was old and they made it a big deal, not because of his his style of officiating the game. Um, and if, you know, if we hear Scott Foster and we think anything about his ability to even a series, that's not the best thing for the NBA. They, they need to get this shit together, which leads to the actual question, boys. Who shoots more free throws tonight? So I will be both optimistic and pessimistic. I think the Warriors do, and I'm not sure it's because of what happens on the floor. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, Marcus and Maxime. I, I... The Lakers, they see the problem with the Lakers is, and this is why I can't stand the Lakers, is they're literally Hollywood. They're one of wannabe actors, um, a lot of C-level actors on that team that does a lot of flopping. You can touch their arm and their necks are going back like they're fouled. I mean, they all do it. Start with LeBron James. Anthony Davis is riding and pain left and right, whether it's an eye, side, elbow, rib. I, I, I can't keep up, man. And so LeBron and AD set the tone with all the acting and all the flopping. Then you get Dennis Schroeder doing it. And the rest fall for it. They do, especially in L.A. at Crypto.com Arena. So I expect the Lakers to, to have more free throws and to go to say Warriors tonight. I expect them to shoot more free throws than the Warriors tonight. I don't think that's going to change. I agree. Um, I think the I think the, the Lakers shoot eight, seven to eight more free throws. But I don't think it's a demonstrably enough difference. I think if we don't have as many turnovers and we shoot the ball a little bit better, then it, it doesn't make a difference. We're not talking about that. Um, just because, you know, like part of the challenge of relying only on the refs and especially on Scott Foster, who notoriously isn't the biggest, you know, like Golden State Warrior ally when it comes to being a referee, is that, you know, you're 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 not owning up to what we're doing wrong and how we're we're playing that's contributing to the to the losses. So, um, you know, ultimately I think they shoot more, but I don't think it's because the referees are still in, in their pocket. Maxime, I'm going to you on this next one. Last take on the officiating, and then we'll get your take on the starting five. I heard a quote, I should have pulled it, but it was Darvin Ham talking about this. And instead of running away from it and, and avoiding essentially what you just said, Bonte, he leaned into it and said, it's something they practice that they run drills, yeah. you know, that they that they literally put themselves in scenarios where they practice drawing fouls. 
Um, and maybe it's the old man in me that just seemed bullshit, but it also could be really fucking smart. You know, I mean, it's 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 guaranteed points at the free throw line and maybe something the Warriors should consider. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Next question goes to you, Maxie. Quote, over the past couple of games, we've seen Kerr replace Loon the Legend with JMG. Who do you think starts tonight? Yeah, it's, it's right. We saw in the last series when Draymond got suspended, he came off the bench for the next couple of games before Steve Kerr reverted to putting him into the starting lineup. I think so long as it was working to have him out, you keep him out. Once it stops working, you change it up. I think, you know, the value of not having Looney and Draymond in at the same time, right, is that you're not clogging up the paint, you're spacing the floor a little bit more with Jermichael Green. Um, so, you know, I don't know who it's going to be, but I would be surprised if Jermichael was in the starting lineup um, at this point because, you know, it clearly didn't work. We got blown out in the last game. What do you do, Monte? If it was you, Kirk gives you a call. He, he stops by the uh, the gatehouse. It's like, fuck, dude, I don't know what the hell's up. You've been doing a great job. I need your take. Who should I put in the starting five? How do you answer? Well, I would roll the same starting five back with Jermichael Green because he was wide open on those three-point shots. However, I know the new starting five. I know the new starting five. We know who's starting. There's been Ooh. a lineup change. Should we break that news or what's up? A hundred percent we should. Gary Payton II is starting tonight. Oh. GP2. In his starting lineup, and it's very interesting to me because, again, when he was in with Draymond Green in game number one, the spacing on the floor was condensed. It was congested in the paint. Uh, I, he, his three's not hitting. He hasn't been the same defender that he was a season ago. I'm a little stunned by this. GP2 is going to get the start for Jermichael Green. So Jermichael Green and Looney off the bench. I still think you need to play Jermichael a little bit because of that threat of the three-pointer. I like him out there on the perimeter. Okay, he went 0 for 3, but he took the shot. It's a great shot. I'd rather have him, I'd rather see him take that shot, but GP2 starting. So there you go. I, I wasn't expecting that one, and I wouldn't have done that one, but what do I know? I'm not Steve yeah, Kerr. Let's see what happens. <laughs> like one of the things that we haven't actually said into this mic, but I've noticed, and it's kind of bothered me, is GP2's confidence hasn't been there. It's not just that he hasn't hit in the threes, he hasn't even really been firing them up. He's had a couple of like wide open looks that he's he's swung around the horn instead of taking it but you know shit maybe this is the huge answer and again credit to Bonte who knows when he found that out 
But I do know that before we hit record, we're like, here are the questions. And I said, we're going to talk about starting five. This one didn't say shit. Now, one continuous facial expression. He just sat there knowing it was GP2 and was just going to throw that down. It, no, it broke. It literally, it literally broke during the uh, during the podcast. We we're into it. The Sham Shiragi just came out with tweet. I got the alert all over my phone and do the hey GP two starting. Hey, what do you know? GP two starting. I did not expect that. Some people did apparently, but I I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't a, expecting a defensive lineup. I guess you have GP two on D low. You put Curry on Vanderbilt. I guess you got Draymond on AD. Wiggins on LeBron. You have Clay on Austin Reeves. I guess it makes sense, but the Warriors, the Lakers are hunt staff for, I don't know, very, very interesting lineup. Offensively, yeah, I don't see the spacing. You know, I, and offensively, we were terrible last game. Um, and unless GP2 had some rim pressure, so I'm not sure. Right. I don't get immediately that look. But since we're recording this two hours before and most people will be listening to it afterwards, if it worked out, let me go ahead and say, great idea. And I, <laughs> great idea, Steve. Incredible. That's why you're Hall of Famer. That's ex exactly right. And so this tweet from Bonte Hill saying it's going to be GP2, fuck Bram, I'm not going to tell him. That's not you. It's a different, it's a different <laughs> no, Bonte. That's not or? me. That's, that's a big one. Yeah, that's, that's a Bonte Hill uh, stand. <laughs> uh, keep the mic, Bonte. I need some advice. All right. So um, background. This weekend past was my birthday. Sunday was the birthday, but Saturday was the party. And, you know, we met at a bar, had some fun, and then ultimately brought everybody back, maybe 10, 11 people to the house. And so it's a, it's a game watch slash birthday, but really it's a game watch. And as you can imagine, by the fourth quarter, it's a fucking funeral. Everybody is pretending to be looking at their phones because we can't stand watching. You know, it's just, it's upsetting. And 99% of the people there are not just Warrior fans, but long time, you know, 20-year Warrior fans. They're taking this as hard as I am. But one guy who I really like is not a Warriors fan. In fact, he's not even a basketball fan. He's more of like a Premier League guy. But I've known him for decades, you know, and like most relationships, I have a shit-talking relationship with this guy, you know, and then I mean, good-natured, but it is what it is. So here's where I need the advice. We go to the fourth quarter. Warriors are pushing a 25-point deficit. I am losing my shit during a birthday party. Everyone around me is sad as fuck. And this one guy who doesn't give a shit about the game continues to talk shit about the Warriors in the back. Kind of, he doesn't know enough to hit, you know, like educated shit talking, but you know, oh, this is what happens when you move to San Francisco. They never had a shot, these kind of things. All right. So, you know me, you know how aggressive I can be. Also, I'm going to put you as the expert in this area, how sports should be consumed. And then, you know, how we should all act in that watch party scenario. Acceptable? Is, you know, he doesn't care. Is he allowed to sh shit house the team or fuck, dude, it's a Warriors party and maybe you should back off? Uh, I, I don't know what the hell you were doing there. You had to use an excuse. Personally, it's, it's game three. Babe, birthday party is all good. I got to watch the Warriors. I'm not, I'm not doing it at a birthday party. And once you get to the birthday party, you get a clown like that talking. I think you just got to clap back. You just got to be that guy clap back, Bram. Got to be the guy clap back like, yo, chill, dude. Yo, no, no. And just and just put him in his place with info and intel. That's, I mean, that's a tough scene, man. How, how the hell did you end up there? Uh, well, I mean, to be fair, it was my birthday party, bud. So fucking, I had to be there. Yeah, I, I mean, wasn't gonna leave my own party. shit. Um, and here's how you I handle leave. it. Birthday party, I gotta, I gotta watch that by myself. Hey, we'll do it on a Friday night, man. Warriors game takes all precedent, babe. Cancel, cancel. <laughs> I should have called you beforehand. Uh, what I actually did is we allowed it to happen like in the moment. Everyone was so depressed and upset. It's just silent. He's talking to himself. And then afterwards, yeah. we find ourselves outside having one more beer. I, I finally am able to get in contact with my anger and tell him that shit is fucking unacceptable. 
Like you cannot be if, if you don't care about the sport, then don't talk about the sport during a playoff loss in general, let alone a Lakers loss to like that. It was an unacceptable scenario. Um, but it does bring us to the most important question, boys. Who wins game five and why? Or game four and why? Well, Warriors win game five after they win game four. Hey, oh, let's, go. Go. <laughs> let's go. So that it'll be three two Wednesday night. Don't even trip about that. The Warriors will win tonight. They'll 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 battle through the whistles. They've been through adversity. You know the old stat that's rolling around. They're seven and one under Steve Kerr when they're down two one. They've been down two one now for the third straight series. You know, going back to the NBA Finals against Boston, whether they've lost three straight uh, game ones, it's just the way it's going to be this year. It's going to be a little difficult. It's going to be a bit of a roller coaster, but Steph's not going to let this team down. It starts there. Steph and Draymond knows he has to be accountable. He's got to be the guy today. He's got to be the guy to set the tone. Not just, you know, it, it, we would love his 10 to 12 points, right? But it's the it's the defensive tenacity that, that I didn't see last Saturday night in game number three. You know, I don't want to see him helping up Anthony Davis off the court. I don't want to see that. I really don't. I want to see the Saginaw Savage come out there and play like a Hall of Famer. So Steph, Clay, Steph, Dre, Clay will not let them down. And I think we see an even more aggressive Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins ended up with 11 shots at game two. I want to see him around the 15-17 range when it comes to FGAs. I think he has a mismatch. Uh, I don't think D'Lo can guard him when he gets a switch. I don't think Austin Reeves can check him. And I want to see him go at LeBron James in those legs, wear his old ass down. So I want a big game from Andrew Wiggins, and I think you'll get a big game from those four, and you'll get just enough help. Whether, whether it comes from GP2, DiVincenzo, Poole, Kaminga, your guess is as good as mine. I have no idea. But I think Looney will give you some good minutes off the bench. And I got the Warriors stealing one down in game four and evening up the series. Let's go. Let's go, Bonte. What you don't know is about eight seconds into that, it was like the fucking Rockies theme song. I started like getting more and more excited. Dude. I'm, where the hell has this been when I text you? I need you to hey, tape man. this and text it back to me. Uh, hey, man. Hey, they're going to win tonight, man. This team. And look, I'm not going to bet against them until we see them lose. Undefeated in the West under Steve Kerr, I'm not betting against this team until I see it. I have to see it to believe it that they're not going to come out of the Western Conference. So I think they show up in a major, major way tonight down at Crypto. I think they win too. Um, for most of the reasons you just said, I think we finally get the Steph game we've been waiting for. But I have a little bit less confidence in it. And here's my final reveal. Way back, <laughs> I don't even remember when, but there was a World Cup that the U.S. was in. I'm, I'm saying like two, three World Cups ago. And Nike uh, unleashed this ad where they had a, a big crowd and that one guy goes, I, and then they answer, I, and it goes up to, I believe that we will win. And then the crowd starts chanting it. I listened to that shit in the fucking commute over to San Francisco today, screaming to myself, I believe that we will win. So I don't know if that's like to just convince myself or to like, you know, propel it forward, but, but that's where I'm at. Uh, MT, what do you think? Yeah, I think we win as well. Um, I don't think it's a blowout, but I think the the even number curse of, of Anthony Davis, the wild inconsistency of how the Warriors have played up and down. You know, we just had a big down, so I think we have a, an up in this game. Um, and I think Steph and Clay shoot a little bit better. I would like to see Kerr play um, Kaminga a little bit more. To me, he's like a, a, a copy of, of Vanderbilt and what he brings to the table. So... Um, a little surprised that he hasn't gotten some run and try to neutralize uh, Vanderbilt's impact to the game. But GP2 is GP2, and we'll see how that works. But I, I think the Warriors pull it out. MT, over under 10 minutes for Kaminga tonight. What's your guess? Not under. what you want, but what do you think will happen? What I think will happen under. Yeah. Oh, 
I think you might be right. Maxime, what's the guess? Not for over under, but the who wins tonight? Yeah, I mean, I think we pull it out, but I'll tell you what, I'm I'm nervous, you know, and I think this is the reason. This is the difference between me and the boys that are going to be taking the floor. Is you know they've been there, right? And it's really easy for me to fall out of that mindset, and I don't do all the things that they know how to do between games, leading up to the game. You know, they they process these big lights before they process these being down in these kinds of situations and knowing how to fight back and knowing how to deal with the rotations and taking a punch to the mouth and not falling over, uh, coming back and making it happen. So I think they were pretty shocked by that foul discrepancy. You heard Draymond say it, right? They they took them out of the game in that second quarter, got them confused, got them out of their game. That's not going to happen again. Even if the foul discrepancy is terrible, these dudes are now ready for that. And if, if, if that's the difference maker of the series, as we've seen it be so far, I mean, they're not going to let that stop them. So I have a strong belief that we're going to win tonight. Here's our second piece of breaking news. I actually do know how they get ready for the game. They get together in a team room and watch this amazing World Cup ad from Nike. It's fucking, it's fantastic. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you guys have heard of it, but it just, just propels you forward. Bonte, look forward to having you. I know that you got big responsibilities tonight, bud, so we appreciate you coming on for people who need way more Bonte Hill in their life. Where do they go? At Bonte Hill on Twitter, 957thegame.com. Hey, we'll do it next week. Conference finals. Let's go. Me, Let's you, go. NT, Maxine. We'll be breaking down. Warriors and Suns, the return of Kevin Durant back to the Bay. <laughs> Had Suns in six. I'm sticking with Suns in six. Great series. Don't know how they slow down Jokic because DeAndre Ayton is playing like a poodle. But you know what? Warriors and Suns in the conference finals. I'll be back on during the conference finals. I promise. Fuck that. Mic drop. No need to say anything else. Go Warriors. Hopefully, we'll see you real soon.